Where do songs come from? How does a song get written? Songs are everywhere. Our hearts are beating in rhythm. If it's written well, it can take on hundreds of lives. This is the story about one song, documented from start to finish, and the lives entwined in each verse. What started as an experiment to film the songwriting process turned into a symphony of the human experience. I feel like a lot of people feel like songs are just products, but when they see the things that happen behind the song, then it really like opens them up. Maybe songs already exist and they just come to me and Wes just so we can relay the message, if that makes sense. That morning, I had to hit my snooze button for 10 minutes that I will regret for the rest of my life. Dad's the dad. He's got to be the strongest. And so I do a lot of faking. But then maybe we write the song. Maybe we write the story. With Daddy's Girl, like, that story was already written. The lyrics are exactly the same, but in that moment, the song changed forever. You can't, like, hear that the same way. It's messed up. Songs resonate with us, and sometimes a song becomes something different from the writer's intention. When a song ends, you simply start it over again. There are no such luxuries within the human life. It was um, the last day that we were all together, and I'll never forget that. This is the fable of a song. You want to take a break? You're waking up to the vibe, so stay right with me here. I'm going to get my guest. I'm heading down to the room now, as you can see, and uh, we are going to bring them into the room, and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about who we're speaking with today and why uh, why I played that trailer. But I always want to make sure that the guests are in a room. Uh, you know, this is the way we roll here on Wake Up to the Vibe. Let's make sure they can hear me. Can you guys hear me? Are you with me? Yes. All right. That, yes, I can hear you fine. So, all right. Hold on a second, because I have to. You deserve a wonderful introduction. So let's see how we do here. And ladies and gentlemen, I am going to welcome uh, Dynamic Duo is an understatement. I've watched some of the videos and they are dynamic. And I am talking about Laurel Wright and Wes Lunsford. The group is called the Young fables as you can see the uh, trailer for the documentary because we're going to talk about that they hail from maryville tennessee they are now out in nashville tennessee i was uh, brought to this group by a wonderful gentleman his name is uh, patrick larney uh, hope tree entertainment and I am grateful that Patrick made the call. And uh, some of you might remember, I had Liz Longley on the show last Monday, which led to Patrick, which led to the Young Fables. This is how it works here on Wake Up to the Vibe. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Urban, Keith Urban was quoted saying they had me immediately, okay? They were featured on the TV series uh, that featured Shania Twain called Real Country. That's right. They have a new documentary coming out. 
They are praised by Rolling Stone. And they are now praised by Joe Altieri. Wake up to the vibe because let me tell you something. This is awesome stuff. This is real stuff, ladies and gentlemen. This duo, they define commitment, persistence, determination, overcoming adversity. They have purpose and they are living it through. Okay? So please, I know you're all sitting in your living rooms watching the show and you're about to start clapping your hands on this one here. Please welcome my guest, the Young Fables. Hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> that was uh, a great introduction. You know what? <laughs> a lot of times people will go, we do all that? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is weird sort of hearing him back. Right. Oh, man. I am so excited, and, and I, I truly do feel blessed having you guys on my show. Um, we've been on a roll. We've had amazing stories, and your story is nothing short of amazing. Okay? Thank you. The one thing I love about you guys over and above your music is all your videos you're laughing and smiling like <laughs> there's this energy comes right through the screen before you brought us on we were like in the waiting room and we were like being funny we we're like stop we have to be serious we're about to be brought on the video <laughs> okay like, rule number one you don't have to be serious <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know, really, we, we are, we're here to have fun. And, you know, I always tell my guests, look, we're just having coffee at the coffee table with Joe Altieri. If it wasn't for the quarantine, we might be at the coffee table together and, and then hopefully someday we get that opportunity. So, so let me dive right in. And, and uh, we agreed there was nothing off limits. I could ask you anything I want, right? Yes. Whenever two people are on my show, at seven o'clock in the morning, I always have to ask, did did someone drive a mile to meet the other person? I like, are you guys a couple? Like, what's going on here? Or did you hang out just for this morning? Like, come on, give us the scoop here. We want to know who are you? Well, maybe you should start at the beginning, Wes. <laughs> yeah, the beginning. Let's just start what, at the beginning. What's the beginning? What? <laughs> you, you know what you want to say. Like the that. beginning of last night, right? I'm just kidding. It was a the beginning of last night. Is that what you said? <laughs> that was a good response. Maybe we should start at the beginning of the night. <laughs> when I was um, 19, so was that like six years ago? Something yeah. Like that. Uh, we were in Maribel. That's where we're both from. Okay. And I needed a guitar player because my guitar player didn't show up to a rehearsal a couple of days before our show. And I was very upset. And so my drummer was like, I know this guy named Wes. Um, he can come and play guitar. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm desperate. And now he's the only <laughs> one left in the band. And uh, we played together for about two years, I guess, before we started dating. So we, we have been together for, for a little bit. Okay. Most, most duos where we started our band way before we started dating. Okay. So cool. So now we got that clear. Our audience knows that, um, Wes didn't drive five miles and meet you at the studio this morning with a coffee in his hand, right? No. <laughs> well, I wish he would have gone out and gotten coffee, but he did not. All right. Well, Wes, listen. <laughs> Come on, man. Get it together. 
barely rolled out of bed. <laughs> well, we had a we had a guest on the show yesterday. It, it was an author of a book called "Why Are You Still Single," and it was it was some pretty funny stuff. We we had some. Uh, um, some good laughs, but I'm very happy to see the smiles. You guys have a, a very cool chemistry. And as our viewers are going to learn this today. Um, so <laughs> you were desperate for a guitar player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you found a really good guitar player. This guy can play. I really, I wasn't expecting much. I'm going to be honest with you. But then when he showed up, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So how how long have you uh, both been together now? You might have mentioned that and I missed it. I'm sorry. We've been playing together, what, about six, seven and a half, seven years, something like that? Seven, because we've been dating for five. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. How long have uh, the two of you been writing music together? Is this something new um, or was it originals coming right out of the gate? Pretty much. the, The second year we started playing together. Yeah, it, it sort of started where it's like we were playing a lot together. So whenever Laurel would have an idea for a song, I was usually there anyways. And so we'd, we'd be like, here, listen to this song. And so I'd be like, oh, okay, here's my two cents or whatever. And so eventually it just became us writing songs. Right. Is that, is that, um, is, do you guys have a, a standard process when you sit down to write a song? Like does, uh, Laurel lead the charge and Wes, you jump in or is it just like every day is a different day? Every day is different. It, a lot of times that's sort of the, the method is Laurel will have some sort of German about, uh, idea and, um, we'll run with that, you know? Yeah. Very cool. You guys, you guys write some beautiful songs. I am so excited to uh, play some of your music today. And for our, our viewing audience, I know in the morning, I I repeat this a couple of times because people get here late. (laughs) Not everybody's on time. You guys are on time. I mean, I sent the zoom link and boom, I'm like, Oh my gosh. And and you were in, it was easy, but I am here with the young fables with love. Laurel Wright and and Wes Lunsford. Am I pronouncing names right? Am I getting that right? Yeah, okay. Perfect. They'll probably change by the end of the show. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys classify yourself as modern, traditional country. I love the word modern and traditional side by side. Yeah. Um... We wanted to own our own genre. <laughs> you know? Uh, I had to read it a couple times. <laughs> You're like, is this right? We yeah. came up with it because we were like, well, we we don't really play like, you know, modern, what's considered modern country. And we don't really play like retro country, but we have a, a foot in both areas. So we, we talked about when we were coming up with that idea, modern traditional country about how, we like to either play whatever your preference is. We play traditional country music with modern roots or modern country music with traditional leaning. So, yeah. Well, well, uh, you're, uh, and I, and I hope I'm accurate when I say this, but I'm kind of, I'm a guitarist myself. So I'm I'm picking up jazz guitar from you. Like I watch a lot of your progressions and, and what you're doing. Are you a jazz guitarist as well? Oh yeah. Like, it's funny because so I before I met Laurel, like right before I was playing in in China, 
And so I was like over there playing like jazz and like straight ahead kind of stuff. And that's what I did. But while I was over there, even though I'm from East Tennessee, I never grew up listening to country music, but I was over there and I started listening to country music. And that's when I got into it. It took me halfway across the world in order to like it. Wait, wait a second, Wes. I have to interrupt you for a second. Who goes to China and discovers country music? (laughs) It's it's, it's strange. A A jazz guitarist goes to China and discovers country music. Yeah. It was, it was a, yeah. All right. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool, man. This is like, this is like chemistry. This is like, we're like just pouring stuff in a pot and stirring it around. This is not Wes's. So you're really getting to know Wes. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, it's my head is stuck on that right now. You know, and, and listen, thank God you're not in China now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I have a friend who's still over there and yeah, I talked to him not too long ago and he said, it's getting better. Wow. So then you guys, uh, you know, you, 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 you get together, you start producing this music and, uh, and country music with this. It's got, you got some cool influences going on. So Laurel, where is, your background give me a like because your vocals i watched the one song that, that you, you did crazy by patsy klein mm-hmm. and i've you know people have covered that song i yeah. thought that was the greatest thing ever how wes was playing guitar in the tv set <laughs> and you're you're sitting in front of the tv set i mean he's literally for our viewers and that's not one of the songs i'm playing today but but if you youtube it you'll find it he's literally in the in the tv set and i go this is this is brilliant that was great you did well, a great thanks. job thanks well we can't take any credit for that our manager patrick is like he we basically call him the third member we say we're a trio not a duo um but he's the idea man and comes up with Anything that looks good, it's Patrick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Every, um, everybody needs a Patrick. Exactly. Yeah. Not everybody has a Patrick, so we're very lucky. But <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I grew up singing in church. Like my mom threw me on a stage when I was like three or four years old. And she, you know, I always sang with like the children's choir in church or whatever, but I never um, sang by myself until I was like three or four. I'm trying to act like that's a long time, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, like until so I was three or four. Um, then, I've been singing alone since I was four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I wrote my first song when I was ten. That's when I started playing a little bit of acoustic guitar. And then, um, yeah, the the crazy thing that we did, um, the crazy thing, and the song crazy. The song, but, right? right. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, we. Uh, when I was younger, I used to sing that song all the time, like on the karaoke machine before I could even play guitar. So I couldn't have been 10 years old. And that was like one of my songs. And so when I met Wes, he was like, Hey, what about we do this intro and we do it this way. And I was like, Oh my gosh, let's do it. So we made a very simple music video, the one you're talking about. And, um, Rolling Stone magazine actually picked it up and put it in their top 10 country songs of the week. So is that really, right? So that's, song, yeah, they picked up on that crazy song. Yeah. The, the song crazy. Crazy. 
Isn't it crazy? It is crazy. You know what's crazy about that song? Willie Nelson wrote that song, didn't he? I think Willie Nelson was like 17 years old or some something crazy like that. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to th- listen we with the theme of this 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 program this morning <laughs> we were doing a, a show last night online and um i said the word odd like eighteen thousand times is that right this online thing is like really odd like isn't it odd it's really odd seeing into a computer super odd and Wes was like stop saying odd and i'm like i don't even i don't even say that word like, i've never heard you say the word until right now you know and it is it is i almost said crazy it is funny it is see that it is funny how that happens well years ago i used to do morning radio and my sister said to me you know your show's great but you have to stop saying right when when you're talking to your guests and i go what do you mean because it's all you say so i go listen to playbacks and and as you're talking i'm going right Right, right. So now I don't say right anymore. <laughs> anyway, so um, where did where did the Keith Urban quote come from? Did was he in a, in a in a club? You were playing in a club, and he was like, "Wow, they had me immediately." Like, where where did that originate from? Well, actually, I did American Idol three times like three times i know it's a lot so you shouldn't be, have to do it three times but was it, it like three weeks in a row no like three <laughs> different seasons okay um, but each time i made it a little bit further beautiful beautiful <laughs> when when I, the keith urban actually comes from when i did it the last time and i made top 48 which is Fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really good. And the experience was awesome. But that's where the quote comes from. So unfortunately, Wes wasn't there. It was <laughs> only me getting the quote. Uh, the right. right. So because Keith was a judge, correct? Right. <laughs> uh, you listen, you're better off without him <laughs> with, with Idol. Well, the last time I was at Idol, Wes and I were just about to release our um, first record like as the young fables and we were we were actually coming out as the young fables instead of just laurel right because that's all it was before and that was the time I, I remember being in hollywood being like okay like right now it's either laurel right or the young fables like this is when you like make the choice and there was like no choice like it was fables that's it fables, fables. Yep. yeah wow that's pretty you guys got a great story and, and we're we're in no hurry to go anywhere this this show will go sometimes it's 30 minutes sometimes it's 50 minutes who knows but um i think what we're gonna do is this i want to play a song because you know this just meeting you two and and our viewers are probably they're anxious right as they listen to you talk they're like we want to hear them sing so um the first song and and i apologize because i wrote it down and i have no idea where it is so you're gonna help me out um Complete, completely was the second song. Uh, yeah, off the first record. That yes. was the second single, yeah. Second single. What was the first single, or the first song that we're playing today? Two, maybe? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the one that sent it to you, and I don't remember. I'm the show host. I should have my stuff together, and have I wrote it down, and then I couldn't re- read my writing, so I threw that piece of paper away and started over. And We're I forget. We can make it a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll tell you what. This song is by the Young Fables, and it's a beautiful song. You're going to love it. So, guys, hang tight, and I'll be back because I'm going to switch browsers, and we're going to play the song, and then I'm coming back to you. Great. 
All right, awesome. Hold on one sec. We're going to hit that. And this is the Young Fables from Nashville, Tennessee. We are having a great time uh, this morning. And this is the song is called, and we're not doing completely. Hold on. We are doing completely. <laughs> I just I just X'd out of the wrong song. Here we go.
And you're waking up to the vibe. I'm Joe Altieri, your host, and I am here with the Young Fables, switching gears here for one second. All right, and they are back. Hold on, I have to unmute them. <laughs> you know, this this live stuff, um, hold on a second, are you with me? Yes. All right, you know, it, it's, it's not like live TV where, you know, you have sound engineers and camera people. So it always feels weird when I, when I say things like, I have to unmute them. <laughs> it's like, it's like inhumane. I don't know. Hey, that song was, I ended up playing completely because I accidentally closed the browser on the first song thinking I was closing the trailer. So my apology there. Um, yep. Because now I have to go back and find it to play it again. Anyway, awesome stuff. Oh my gosh. That was just absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what was this? Give me a little background on, on this song and, and how it came about the song completely. Uh, that was, let me, let me think it was a few years ago, but oh, that was before that we were together. So basically, I'm Wes. She's like, she's like I'm, he, I'm taking over, Wes. He, he wasn't quite ready yet, so <laughs> that's nice. But uh, I learned when you just stick around and you just bother someone for a long time and they just give in. That's, <laughs> well, listen, you, you guys, you guys have a good thing going on, I can tell. Um, Laurel, I, I think I read, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, 16 years old, Ryman Theater. Am I right when I say that? Mm-hmm. Right? What was that all about? I mean, who sings that? You know, I think Dolly Parton, there's like a, a you know, Reba McIntyre. There's a few select artists who have uh, played at such a young age. I This is when, back when I lived in Maryville. I think I might have been 15 at the time when I entered this contest. Um the local radio station, they were like, Laurel, you need to enter this, blah, blah, blah. And it's an, it was a nationwide thing. So I really had no interest because believe it or not, I'm not really into competitions, even though I've done like 17,000. <laughs> I'm not into competitions. I was on idol three times. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up doing it and I'm just like, okay, you know, it's a great opportunity. Like whatever, let's do it. So I was 15 and then um, it lasted for like a long time because 50,000 people entered it like, all over the nation and lots of different rounds that I had to go through. I think like maybe four before I got to the Ryman. And so if you made it to the Ryman, you made, that was top five. And so I was 16 at the time and um, there was four other people and they were all good, you know, five to six years older than me. So it was like, you know, I would say like 2021 and up. And so I was definitely the youngest. I had no experience. really. Um, And then, uh, it's funny. I remember being there and everyone was super nice, but everyone kind of just looked at me as like, you know, I remember this one girl saying like, Oh, like you're, I remember being 16 and like patting on the shoulder. And I was like, okay. And looking up to them so much. And then, you know, I definitely did not think that I was going to win that thing, but, um, I did. I think I'm still the youngest to ever win when it, it was called the Texaco country showdown at the time. And I think it might be called something different, um, today, but it's the same contest. I mean, we, Miranda Lambert was in it before Garth Brooks was in it. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, let yeah. that let that be a, a signal of where your path is going to take you, right? Don't forget, <laughs> wake up to the vibe. <laughs> yeah. We could never forget waking up this early. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Who could forget this? <laughs> so, so Wes, um, 
something that that caught my attention because uh, I'm a guitar player and uh, a, a Gretsch fan. You're oh. you're sponsored by Gretsch. I, I see the logo on the website. Right? What's that all yeah. about? You first, you have to know how to play the guitar to to get that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a man. I don't. I still. It blows my mind. It's unreal to me because it's like a lot of my heroes played Gretsch and then you go on their website and it's like all these people, you know, like Bo Diddley and all these, you know, famous guitar players. And then there's a picture of me and I'm like, this is <laughs> twilight zone, you know, <laughs> but it just, I think when we were on, on real country, the TV show, I met a man there and he was like, you need to, Cause that's what I play in, in the video. We just saw I'm playing a white penguin. And then I usually play a, a 6120 big hollow body. And then mm -hmm. also another uh, big hollow body. And so I usually play those and I have forever in, in every young fables thing ever. And I just, he was, a, they were so open. It was awesome. It was I, I have to ask you this when you're sponsored by a, and I've always wondered this, I'm not good enough to be sponsored by I'm sponsored by like the local pub. <laughs> okay. But to be sponsored. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when, when you're sponsored by a, a guitar maker, you know, the size of Gretsch or Fender or Gibson, do you get guitars for free? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's different ones. <laughs> uh, like he's trying to be humble. Yeah. They gave me, <laughs> uh, when I first, we first started partnering with them, they were like, and I'm left-handed. So that makes getting guitars very difficult. Yeah, right. And, and so they were like, you can pick any guitar you want that is left-handed. <laughs> there was there was two on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> but and so like I picked my dream guitar, which is a Gretsch White Falcon. And they were like, okay, you can take that one. It's going to take us like eight months to make it because we only make like a few thousand a year. And right. They were like, like, I've been waiting for 20 years for this guitar, so I can wait a couple more months. It doesn't matter. That's super cool. Be proud of that accomplishment, man. And I wish my picture was on a wall next to Bo Diddley. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that, man? Um, That's why we have photoshop joke for people like yeah. me, okay we'll put you guys up there do you really think that's the raleigh skyline behind me <laughs> <laughs> took me two and a half hours to make that window <laughs> <laughs> anyway i just blew my cover man <laughs> uh, so all right i'm gonna switch gears okay because uh, i i let my viewers know throughout the week uh that yeah this this interview is real and it and it is real i mean it just just sitting back and enjoying this time with you guys where did this documentary i want to i want to go down this road where did it start how did it start because it, it the process of writing a song kind of lay this out for me um like four three four years ago we were in our apartment in Nashville, we just live in a loft and we, we had a song right that day with our manager or with our friend Dean Fields and our manager, Patrick, he called us that morning and he was like, Hey, I'm going to come in and film you guys writing a song so we can throw some content up on YouTube and just create like a small little thing to show people your version of the songwriting process. And we're like, okay, cool. It's a great idea. And the song we ended up writing that day was a song about my dad. I'm a huge daddy's girl. And, um, so we were going to release it on 
the following Father's Day, which would have been Father's Day of 2018. And God had different plans for my life. Um, I have one sibling. Uh, her name's Lindy, and she was 19 years old, and she passed away in a car accident on January 5th of 2018. And um, I'm very, very sorry to uh, to learn of, of this chain of events and the losses that you suffered. I, w- I want to say that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I am very sorry because... I can't even imagine. So this this tragedy strikes while you're filming. While we're filming, and so my so I have one sibling. I mean, my dad was the only male in the family. So like we we were both daddy's girls. Like you know, he loved his girls, his wife, whatever. And so it was yeah, it was terrible. And um, she died about a mile from our house. And so I don't know. We just thought the timing was off because though the song was about me and my dad, it was also about you know, my sister and my dad, you know, she was a daddy's girl too. So we're just like, yeah, let's just wait. And so after my sister passed away, um, Patrick would come back to East Tennessee and like he kept filming. And so he built this relationship with my mom and dad and got super close with them. He would like come and stay at their house and like set up a camera, like right in front of my dad. And he really opened up about the loss of, of losing, his daughter or the loss of his daughter and just, I don't know, so many things that my dad wouldn't normally do. So we have all this incredible footage. We're like, well, maybe the fable of a song is about something different now. And so we're like, okay, let's just run with this. And so, um, eight months after my sister died, it was two days before my 23rd birthday. Um, I got a phone call. It was pretty much this, like, the same time as right now, I think, cause I never wake up this early. So I was not awake. And my mom calls me and she's like, um, I found your dad on the kitchen floor this morning. He, I, I think he passed away from a heart attack. So it's like, I lost my sister and my dad in 2018, eight months apart, both totally unexpected and tragic and random. And so then, you know, we were like, Patrick came to me and Wes came to me and we talked about it. And they're like, do you want to continue the fable of a song? You know, uh, I said, yeah, because I feel like, you know, it's, it is about the songwriting process. That's definitely what our movie's about, but it's about so much more. It's just like, you're saying this whole interview, it's like, it's real, it's real life. It's what people go through. And I'm like, there's no way that that's the song we wrote three years ago. These are the things that's happened in, in my life and in our life. And I have this platform and it's like, I feel like God has put me here to, even if it's just to help one person, I feel like that is my purpose. And that's why we continued with the movie and it's actually pretty much done now. So I think that we're going to release it this year. So we saw the final cut yeah. of it the other day. We're really proud of it. So You should be proud of it. It's, um, you know, I give you a lot of credit. I'm I'm an emotional guy, so um, that, I'm a girl. Though. <laughs> it's hard for me to to talk right now because my my heart goes out to you, and and I am very sorry that you had to experience these things. Um, I have experienced similar uh, situations in in my life with family, and 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 some things tragic you know um you mentioned uh god so i hope you don't mind i'm gonna bring him into this interview Go for it. <laughs> he was actually already here <laughs> <laughs> i invited him before the show started i don't know why i closed the browser out on that other song i have to go find it now but but god was with me and, and he actually slapped me in the head and go what are you doing <laughs> um 
any other way to get through something like this? I mean, you're able to talk about it. You're able to hold yourself beautifully and, and present it to an audience in a way that we can see your heart, feel your heart. One can, um, one can say, how can you do that? How can you, where does that strength come from? Right. Oh my gosh. I feel like a lot of people ask me this question and I, and I have two answers. One is that there's not one way for someone to go through something, anything. It's like, I don't care if someone has the same exact situation as me. Like there's no way that I can tell someone how to handle it or how to deal with it or how to get through it because everyone's so different. I feel like you really have to go with your gut and your instincts whenever something like that happens to you and you need to do what's best for you and not what everybody else thinks is best for you. Because from my experience, I feel like there's a lot of people that have come to me and just been like, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. And no, like you need to do what's best for you. And also the strength part. Um, like a lot of people say to me, you're so strong. You've been through so much, but you're still able to talk about it. And like, I feel like the only reason why I'm able to talk about it is because my strength comes from, from God as cliche as that sounds, but I always have been a faith-based person, but I never realized how important that was until something like this happened to me. And that's the reason why I'm still hanging on by a thread, but still hanging on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, you, beautiful answer. Beautiful. It was the answer I was, I was praying was, was coming my way. So, um, yeah, yeah. With, without, uh, faith, without God, we're, that's about the only common denominator to get you through it. Right. When you, when you say other people come to you, you, you hope that because faith is hope, right. And, right. and when you have a strong faith, then you have that hope and it gives you something to cling on to, even if only by a thread, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are amazing, man. <laughs> like I just, I so wish I was there with you right now. First, I'd give you a big hug. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> Feel that hug. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's so cool. So now you, you do this, uh, documentary and, and I want to tell you this. I, I, when I watched the trailer, your dad seems like the kind of guy that I would love sitting on a porch with just that, the big burly guy, like, you know, he had that voice and, and I'm like, Oh man, you know? So, um, the documentary's finished now. Wasn't there a movie following the documentary or is the documentary, the movie? Yeah. So it's the movie. It, it was going to be like a 10 minute documentary type thing, but now it's turned into like a full length. It's an, it's a, it's a feature film. Like it's an hour and a half and yeah. it is a movie. And like we were watching it, you know, you see a lot of documentaries, some are good, some are bad. I feel like when I was watching this one, you know, I can, I can say this because I had very little to do with it. And honestly it has very little to do with me. There's so many other things going on in the movie. It's, it's pretty amazing that, um, it just feels like a movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And is it, yeah. is the movie called the fable of a song? Yes, it is amazing it's just amazing how you go from the two of you meeting right you put these songs together you become a couple you decide to have a few cameras in the room to <laughs> <laughs> you know the film the process but when i introduced you i mentioned um you guys define overcoming adversity 
and you have purpose. And what I meant by that was you have purpose, but your purpose now is much greater than you ever could have imagined. Right. I mean, now you, now you really have purpose, right? And, and God bless you both. And, and, uh, this is so awesome. Um, where do we go from here musically? I mean, you know, the sky's the limit. They're, they're producing a movie uh, about your story and your chain of events and your life. I mean, I, not many people can say that. I guess a lot of people can say that. They've made movies about a lot of people. Uh, but not all of them are on Wake Up to the Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay right so where do we go from here musically is there an album coming out to support the movie are we going on tour when all of this ends this corona stuff well the, yeah that's that's affected uh, everyone but so right before everything happened in the world we had finished recording our third record which is called pages and um so we're really excited and it's like, yeah, I'm very proud of it. And hopefully, I mean, we'll find the time to come out. Here. Yeah. On our last record, we did a Kickstarter and we raised all of our money in eight days. If you guys don't know with Kickstarter, you have 30 days to raise all your money. If you don't raise all of your money that you originally said you wanted to raise, you don't get anything. So oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that's how it worked, that you had a time limit. Mm. Yeah, I didn't either until we did it. And I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, like, freaking out. So anyways, we, we did it. And so um, with, with the, this record that we just made, we were going to we we did it not in the best business way, I guess, because <laughs> we made the record without having the money. So now that we have our record and haven't funded it yet, that's another situation we got to handle <laughs> and deal with. Um, but hopefully after all this is over, we can do our Kickstarter. And then once our, you know, we get all that like handled, then we'll release it. And so, I mean, we have a movie and we have a new album and yeah, we have lots of things that we just can't. Listen, debt, it, it is what it is, right? You've got, <laughs> you've got a movie. You've got talent, amazing talent. Okay. You both have beautiful personalities, great smiles. Listen, one thing they can't take away from you is happiness and smiles. And you can do so much with that. So much. Now put your talent behind that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like sky's the limit for you guys. I'm telling you, I, I feel it. I, I, let's check back a year from now and you're going to be over the top. I'm serious. Thank you. I love it. Love this stuff. I get excited. <laughs> All right. So here's now here's what I have to figure out. And uh, this is where this is where uh, people go. OK, so what is this show all about? Well, it's live and it's real. I have to figure out how to queue up another video because I closed the browser and I don't want to lose you in the process. So I'm going to do something that I've never done before. It's kind of like when, when you have to put somebody on hold on your cell phone. I don't know about you. Disconnected all the time. Every I cannot put someone on hold and return to them. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, so I have to figure out, I think if I do this, oh, this is going to work. I've got you on split screen. You'll see this. So you don't see this now, but you'll see this in the playback. My viewers can see this. 
Um, tell me the name of the, of any song you want me to play right now, and I'm going to type it in YouTube and find it here for our viewing yeah. audience. Half is good. That's what I sent. Half, half is good. good. Yeah. It's, it's called Half as Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this live. <laughs> We're doing it live. I can't believe I'm watching myself live right now. (laughs) Okay, half is good. All right, hold on. Let me hit this. Let me pause. Okay. I'm pretty sure I played completely. Yeah, you did. I did. Completely was, hey, by the way, ripping solo in that song, too. I love the tone, man. That was excellent. All right, let me close this. Look at this. I got your website up here. Um, Let's bring you back here for a second. We're getting better. We're good. good. We got it. All right. So set this song up for me. What's it about? Why why am I going to fall in love with it right now? (laughs) This one, so... Our very first record uh, was called Two, which is confusing, I know. So first record was called Two. And so we had the song Two, and it was sort of about how we had met and all this kind of stuff. And so when we were making our second record, we wanted a, sort of a continuation of that song. For some, you know, we just liked to continue our story. And so we wrote this song, Half is Good, with a friend of ours named Kenny Foster, and basically just about like us you know two is like a fun us coming together just like oh let's just make this work like it's new it's fun and then half as good as like oh like we're actually living and we're still doing this and you know we've grown as a couple and yeah. as artists and did you already say that I was no, looking I at my phone, so like, oh, <laughs> he goes yeah you don't need to. You don't need to. Listen. You know what I'm gonna say. I love it. Let's get. I'm gonna play the song. It's called Half as Good. You're listening to Wake Up to the Vibe. If you just joined me, this is the Young Fables. Hold on one second. We're going to the song here real quick, and we got it.
is fun. Long drives are half as long. Share the remote and split the bills, and the dishes all get done. Just little things. Oh, but ain't that everything in love? You're waking up to the vibe. That is the Young Fables uh, right here on Wake Up to the Vibe. Man, we are having a good time here today. And let me tell you, uh, there's so much, so much is when I'm watching this video and talking to you guys. And I want to come back from the break with like 9,000 more questions. Like, do you have anywhere to be today? We'll sit here until noon. <laughs> I have to tell you, Listen, the, 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 the work, the production, the quality, the video, the songs, the artists, top, top shelf. You guys should be very proud of yourself, okay? Yeah. Give me some credits on, uh, don't give, I'm not saying give me credit. <laughs> hey, give me some credit, man. <laughs> I got up early too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, give me the credits as far as I want to know who produced this. I know uh, Patrick Larney's your manager, right? Hope Tree Entertainment. Give me the credits behind all of this. I mean, Patrick has something to do with everything. Yeah. Like the storyline, like for completely, like that was all him. But the, the Lux Collective, right? The yeah, Lux Collective. But the, Patrick and the Lux Collective, they team, they work together and they like, made up the storyline or whatever so basically we were just there um <laughs> you just showed up mm -hmm. but it was, it was also <laughs> when we worked with lux collective and patrick i mean we're independent artists and what independent artists don't have usually is a budget you know so they were like you know they knew exactly what we had to do and when we had to do it to save as much money as possible, which was awesome. And, and so it was, it was a dream to work with. It was a long day. Cause that should have been, that shoot should have been two days, but instead it was one day, but like almost 24 hours. Like yeah. that was so mean at the end of the house. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Right. Who produced the actual record? Uh, the the record of that song's on is a guy named Mitch Dane, uh, who we're, we were very lucky to work with, and he actually has done our third record too. Beautiful. Yeah, he's, uh, he won a Grammy he for um, Jars of Clay. Yeah. So. Oh, no kidding. Okay, yeah. very cool. I was, uh, while the song was playing, I was kind of browsing and, and we have a great audience today and I was browsing through some of the comments uh, real quick. And the one that caught my attention uh, was by James Lewis. He said, my headphones are on 10 and I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good as the Keith Urban quote, let me tell you. Okay. Are you listening? Can you please put that on our website? <laughs> James Lewis, my headphones are on 10 and loving it. <laughs> um, tell me a little story about your grandparents. I understand uh, there's some storytelling that used to take place on the porch, right? Like a real country song. And it's, and it's all true. Yeah. I was, while that video was playing, I was actually going through the comments too. And I saw that someone wanted to know how we got our name. And so I feel like we could answer. Oh yeah. They're both questions. Yeah, in one. Yeah. Oh, good question. I wish I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were trying to come up with a, a name, we were sitting there and this is why we call Patrick our third member. Cause we were sitting there with him. Uh, we were just like buddies, you know, at the time. And we were thinking of all the things like, you know, road names and everything, you know, to try and get a name. But Patrick was like, the one thing that's sort of different about you guys is that you have written songs with Laurel's grandparents and they're not, you know, songwriters or musicians or anything, but they just have great stories to tell, you know? And so, um, Patrick was like, well, let's use that in a name because you're taking these old stories and you're making them new. You're creating young fables. And so I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I love that idea because, you know, not a lot of people do get to write songs like that. And we have, you know, a bunch. You have all the ingredients of, <laughs> of, of country greatness. No, I'm serious. Like, first of all, who gets to say they were writing songs with their grandparents on the porch? Like, that's just that's a that's a beautiful. I, I just got warm inside when I hear things like this. Right. I mean, and combined with the talent and everything, it's just in the producer. And listen, Patrick, I'm going to give a shout, shout out myself to um, Patrick Larney, because when I was on the phone with him, you know, kind of getting the lowdown on on who the two of you are the conversation ended in a zoom meeting. He was showing me how to edit film in final cut. Like if he doesn't, he doesn't even know me. He doesn't even know me. And I'm like, I was explaining, yeah, man, you know, I, I did an interview and my screen was too dark. And he's like, Oh, you could fix that. I'm like, really he goes, I'll FaceTime you right now. And boom, he's, I was like, this guy is just he's an so awesome. Giving. He will do anything for anybody. And even if he doesn't know you, he will take the time to FaceTime you and show you how to edit a video. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love That's Patrick. So it's awesome. You guys are blessed. You're blessed with good company. And um, it, it's just a, just all an awesome thing. And, and kudos to you both for forging ahead. Overcome those adversities. I always say to people, why stress out 
over what's happening yesterday because today got a whole new plate of stuff for you to stress out over and tomorrow yeah it's coming your way we have no idea right so let it go <laughs> take it on hey uh, how do i how do i buy your stuff i want to know but forget it wait listen back up i want a signed copy do you guys have a hard copy like a cd because yeah. a lot of people don't even do that anymore I love it. Liz Longley put out a vinyl. I'm like, yeah. We got a of our last record. Yeah, we have or of our current record. Current record. Yeah, yeah, we we have vinyl. We got a whole store full of stuff. So theyoungfables.com slash store if you want to buy. We have handwritten lyric sheets that are like framed. We have vinyl. We have CDs. We have hats, stickers. We have onesies for your baby. <laughs> I don't have a baby. <laughs> well, we don't either, but don't they're, they're cool. I'm the, waiting for the adult onesie. That's what I'm <laughs> we'll all wear them on the show. Yeah. The young Phil. That's your next video, right? All the adults in the video are, are in onesies. You'll get a lot of hits, I promise. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, man. So the youngfables.com slash store. I'm going to encourage our viewing audience to please buy the record, buy the shirt, buy the hat. Let's get these guys out of debt. <laughs> help us. Help us. Help us. <laughs> you guys were fantastic today. What a way to wake up. I mean, seriously, it's just my day. Nothing can go wrong today after talking to, to the two of you. I can't thank you enough for, for accepting my invitation to be on the show. I want to thank Patrick Larney as well for, for introducing me to the two of you. I want to thank Liz Longley for introducing me to Patrick. <laughs> and I could go on and on. Um, yeah. yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Really thank appreciate you so it. Much. Yeah, it was fun. Don't run away, okay? Because uh, we're going to talk for a couple minutes. I'm going to end the broadcast with you guys sitting right there. Usually I tuck you back in the waiting room. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you right there and... Uh, close the broadcast out so hey everybody thanks for joining me on wake up to the vibe don't forget tomorrow we've got some voices from heaven coming our way the young siblings the scambato family we've got jessica uh, not jessica jessica's the mother i'm sorry cassandra and carter and i am telling you we've got angels from heaven here ladies and gentlemen please join us tomorrow with the scambato siblings and on friday on Friday, Rebecca Pacconi, my co-host from my radio days, is joining me on Quarantine with the Vibe Tribe. That's right. We invented our own game show. It's happening on Friday morning. It's just random. No, no purpose. No purpose here. Have yourself a great day. God bless you all. Pay it forward. Let your light shine, ladies and gentlemen. Have a nice day. <laughs>